Warning, the impressions you're about to hear on this show are completely terrible, but have fun listening to it. All right, Eva, you're next. So, you're going to be cutting a promo on who's right in front of you right now. Samurai. Samurai, Eva, shake hands. Okay. You were in a match, all right, and she came out and distracted you, Eva. This is the next week after the distraction, and you come out to confront her about it. Got it? Alright, show me what you got. Okay, so, Summer? If that E... If that E... Uh, if that's even your real name... Summer? More like Winter. Because nobody likes you. And you're cold. It's like, whenever I see you, Summer... I have to put on a jacket. Well, well, someone else has to put a jacket on me because I don't know how to put on a jacket. But you get my point, okay? You're winter. You're not summer, okay? And you want to talk about me and you d- distract me in my match? Um, no, honey, you did not help me. You did not help me lose. I lose on my own, Okay? Get out of my face. There was so much wrong with that. I, I, Eva, I cannot even begin to describe how bad that was. Summer, you're free to leave. Eva, stay in the ring. All right, Eva. Okay. Whew. Eva, let's do something simple, okay? Let's say you're about to go into a big match with Natalia, okay? And you two are having the final words before the event. And go. Okay, so first thing, I actually prefer apples like you. When I go to the store and I buy my food and groceries, I get apples, okay, honey? I don't get you, okay? So, get that straight, okay? Apples are way better than you, okay? And when I put you in a shake, I don't even care enough. I could leave you out some. Sometimes I make milkshakes and just leave you out. That's what I do. You are important, honey. Man, get out of my face. Uh, uh, Eva, Eva. What the hell was that? You. No, I need you to explain to me what the fuck you were just talking about. Um, you just told me to cut a promo on a banana, and I did. I said I like apples more. No! I said Natalia, not banana. I said Natalia, the wrestler. How could you possibly misunderstand Natalia, the wrestler, from banana? How does that happen? 
Oh, you said Natalia. Okay, um, can I please have just one more chance? I'm, I'm sure you will not regret it. Can I have just like one more? Okay, Eva. All right, one more. But I have look look at that. I have Jason Jordan. Okay. I got Finn Apollo. I got people in line waiting to do this. You gotta give me something, Eva. You gotta give me something. Okay. All right, go. You like? I don't even. When I go to the grocery store, I get apples. Okay. I, Eva, Eva, I get apples, okay, fuck it, you're done for today, get the fuck out, get the fuck out, next, oh, hey Cameron, hey, you ready, alright, so, what, let's just say you're going into a big match with Natalia, okay, Natalia, you know who Natalia is, right? Of course I do. Do you think I'm stupid? Uh, okay, alright, alright, good. That, that's a good thing. Alright, say you're about to go into a big match with Natalia and you have, you're having the final words with her, okay? Tell me what you would say to her. Okay, ready? Alright, three, two, one. Go back. And live from California, it's, it's a Sunday afternoon, really. Welcome everybody to Ringside Chat Live, the very first episode. You just heard Eva Marie in promo class. And that was terrible. Banana, Natalia. But I am Ryan Davis. Um, this show, let me give you a short little intro on what the show will be. It'll be kind of like sketch comedy, a little bit. Audio, of course, not visual. We're doing podcasts, we're doing audio. Kind of like that. It's kind of like... A hybrid version of like a wrestling podcast. We have like some comedy. We have some wrestling talk, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, we have a bunch of stuff. It's just fun. And I try to put it in the 30 minutes so it's short, it's sweet. It's a good, clean, easy listen. And of course, I'm Ryan Davis. We have two Twitter accounts. One is my personal, at Ryan V. Alvarez. And two is Ringside Online. We have a Twitter, at ringside underscore online. And before we continue, on this very episode, you just heard Eva Marie taking promo class. I just mentioned that. Um, also, you will hear our ringside online news, which is, you know, wrapping up some news in WWE. And then also, to end the show, Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr., Mr. McMahon steps in to the Shark Tank to pitch his idea. Well, not his idea, but he already has it. To pitch WWE to the Sharks. And that will be coming up at the end of the episode. But for now, we just came off of WWE Survivor Series. Um, now I'm going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about the main event. We're going to talk about... Uh, first, we're going to be talking about this... Wyatt's versus uh, Brothers of Distraction match. Match. So it was Kane and Undertaker, right? Kane and Undertaker.
versus which they were promoting it was Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt for the team for the Wyatts but nope they're like Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper which I wasn't angry at that's an improvement for me but they that's how much thought that this company put into this um this match they just they were advertised advertising excuse me advertising one team and then they just completely switched it on the show so that's how much time they put in that and then it was like a short match it was nothing really notable except for like a double choke slam through the table and my problem with this why I'm talking about this is the Wyatt's they look so bad during this feud. It was crazy. Okay, so we had Hell in a Cell, right? Last month. And Undertaker and Brock, they were doing their whole Hell in a Cell thing. And Brock Lesnar won. And all of a sudden, Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family shows up. And they carry Undertaker out of the ring. Alright, that's good. We're gonna, alright, we gotta light the fire back into this rivalry that just happened, like, earlier this year and stuff. Okay, we're gonna do that. And then... What was it like the next night on Raw? They do the same thing to Kane. They take him out. They carry him towards the back. And then, it wasn't last Monday, but it was, I think it was like two weeks ago. We had, um, we had the Wyatt family in the ring, right? And Bray was cutting a promo and stuff. All right, like, man, I have Undertaker and Kane's powers, man. Hey, man. I have the powers. I have their powers now. I'm the eater of worlds, man. I'm the new face of fear, man. So he started going on and on. And then Undertaker's music hits. Boom. Undertaker came. They came out of nowhere. Well, not out of nowhere. They came from the back. But they came to the ring. The entire Wyatt family was just... They wiped them all out. Right? And then they both chokes and did a double choke slam to Bray and everything. Just took out the entire Wyatt family, right? And then they make this match. And WWE is supposed to think that we're supposed to believe that... Okay, so the Brothers of Destruction returned, right? They came back. They wiped out the entire Wyatt family. And now we're supposed to believe that the Brothers of Destruction now may lose to only two members of the Wyatt family? I... Where does that... Why? Why? Who in... Who thought of that? You're like, okay, so... Alright, boss. Alright, Vince. We're gonna have Undertaker and Kane. They're gonna come back. Alright? After being abducted. They're gonna come, they're gonna wipe out the entire Wyatt family. And then we're gonna set up a Survivor Series match where we only have two members of the Wyatt family against Undertaker and Kane, and we're going to have the fans believe that the Wyatt family is supposed to be a threat to the Brothers of Destruction. Two of them are a bigger threat than all of them. Got it? Yeah? That makes no sense to me. None. Whatsoever. Who thought of that? I want them fired. That, I, I don't know. They should have just had, like, I'd say, like, three right, three members of the Wyatt family, she just had them, take those three out or something, leave one out, but they, Brothers of, Brothers of Destruction came out and took all four of them out, the entire Wyatt family out, and then they make the match, I'm sitting here supposed to believe that now there's two of them, 
and they somehow have a chance at beating Undertaker and Kane. How does that work? That doesn't work. It was fucking stupid. And then, the Brothers of Destruction won. Of course they would, because it's two members of the Wyatt family instead of all of them. So, of course, Brothers of Destruction are going to win. So, the Wyatts lose again. Why? Why? So, you have Bray face off against Taker earlier this year and lose. And then, we have Undertaker and Kane get abducted. And then they come back, wipe out Bray and also his entire family, his entire stable. And then, they make a match. And then... Within a few minutes, they get beat. The Wyatt family looks fucking terrible in this situation. And then some people are going to say, Oh, well, it's the Brothers of Destruction. What are you going to do? What you do is you don't fucking book it. Okay? You already had Bray lose earlier this year. Book somebody else. A random team. It, it would be... Th the Wyatt family would have... That it's just easily replaceable. You could fit any. T you could fit Heath Slater. Heath Slater, my man, Slater, and uh, 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 Titus O'Neil, Slater Gator. Okay, you could put them in the match. It would still have the same effect that it did at Survivor Series. Why make the Wyatt family? The only way I could describe it is the Wyatt family after Survivor Series looks like. They just look like four jabronis. Like, okay. Let's just... Let's do the entire timeline, okay? So, we have... Um... At Fastlane, okay? Bray Wyatt comes out. And then he's in a casket and stuff. He's like, Undertaker! Ha <laughs> ha! Undertaker! Um... I don't know... I don't know what he said. He just babbles, okay? So, whatever I say, it'll, it'll basically be... The same as what Bray says. I want you with WrestleMania, man. I'm the new face of fear, man. I'm the new face of fear. Alright, so we have that. And then Undertaker shows up at WrestleMania. Beats him. Beats Bray. There we go. And then Hell in a Cell. Undertaker, after losing to Brock Lesnar. Alright, he's in the ring. And then... That's the sound effect. And then the Wyatt family. Carry, carry um, Undertaker to the back. They abduct him. The very next night on Raw, they do the exact same thing to Kane. Boom. And then, like, what? Is that, like, a week later or two weeks later? I think it was two weeks later. Boom. Bray Wyatt's in the ring. Oh, man, I have the powers of Undertaker and Kane, man. I'm the new face of fear, man. Man, I'm the eaters of wor I'm the eater of worlds. You, you can't stop me. I hold their power. I control the lightning, and I control the thunder, and the fire, or whatever he says, and the fire, man, I control it, man, I'm Bray Wyatt, man, alright, so, he does that, Undertaker Kane, wipe out the Wyatt family, and then, at Survivor Series, hey, man, we're gonna have a match at Survivor Series, man, two of us versus two of you, alright, Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. There, there we go. We lose. I mean, they look terrible. Like, Bray Wyatt loses at WrestleMania. And then Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper lose at Survivor Series. What the fuck is going on? It's fucking stupid. Alright, moving on. Again, don't book that shit. Book another team to do it. Shit. Damn. It, 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 you could... 
Okay, could have easily done this shit. You could have had the New Day in that match. Because they didn't defend their titles at Survivor Series, so just put them in there. They, they could have been easily replaceable. But no, you put up the Wyatt family. I don't know. They look like jabronis. That's what they look like. Um, so later in the night. Alright, so Survivor Series. We had Roman Reigns versus Alberto Del Rio in a pretty good match, by the way. Um, it shocked me. Roman Reigns won. Moves on to the finals of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. And then we have Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. And then Dean Ambrose wins. Then we have Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns. Um, which, hold on. Let's, let's do some searching on the interwebs here. Alright, let's search up Survivor Series 2015. I want to see how long the official, like the official time for this match. Because it was very short. It when the match ended, it seemed like it was just getting started. Okay. Here we go. Alright. Roman Reigns defeated Dean Ambrose in nine minutes. So they got less than ten minutes. Um Yeah, it was a very short match. Again, as I said, it seemed like it was just getting started and then it just ended. It was just weird. like Dean Ambrose had Roman in the corner. Dean Ambrose started running to the opposite corner, and then he turned around, got a spear, one, two, three, as in Roman Reigns won. Okay. Now, this pay-per-view, if you ask a lot of people, was a pretty bad, or not bad, it was very boring and predictable. It just wasn't entertaining, okay? Um, one thing that WWE did right is... Me, ever since like, I, like last November, that last Survivor Series, um, when they started pushing Roman Reigns hard, I was against it. I was one of those people that you saw on the internet saying he wasn't ready and stuff because he wasn't. I truly, truly believed that he wasn't. Like the reaction for him was bad. Um, that's that's the age when he was just. Terrible on the microphone, and then he started doing like what was that like suffering succotash, and he was terrible. And then he's he's just decent in the ring. He's nothing special in the ring. He's just going through the motions. I was just fully, fully against Roman Reigns. Okay. And then after WrestleMania and stuff, um, I thought he sold like a complete boss. He was great in the position that he was in at WrestleMania, which is just to take a holy beating from Brock Lesnar while still kind of looking like a badass while while getting his ass kicked. I like I thought he did good in that. So I started warming up to him a bit. And then um you know the whole money in the bank stuff happened. And then he was just like floating there, just having like matches with the Wyatt family and stuff, teaming up with Dean Ambrose. Um I was kind of warming up to the guy, but I was still against him. And then you know, he was named number one contender for the WWE title going to Survivor Series. Seth Rollins fucking pulled a Triple H. Uh, not really Triple H. It, the injuries are different, but you know what I mean. So Seth Rollins is out six to nine months. 
And then Roman Reigns, he's in this tournament and everything, and it's obvious everybody knew. Like Roman Reigns is walking out of that that um arena as the champion. He's gonna win that tournament. And then I knew that. And then he won it. Now what surprised me, because I was fully against Roman Reigns, but over the course of twelve months, I started warming up to him, warming up to him. To the point when that referee's hand, referee's hand, when he hit the mat for the three count, I didn't feel anger. I didn't feel anything like that. I was actually pretty okay with it. And then I was just, I kind of liked it a little bit. Um, it didn't bother me at all. And then I'm watching it. I'm just looking at my screen. I'm like, why am I not feeling angry? Um, I was so upset when he won the Royal Rumble and everything. Why am I not happy? Why am I actually kind of liking this right now? And then I was surprised. And then, boom, spear to Triple H. Boom, bro kick from Sheamus. And then Sheamus wins the title. And then everybody's hating that, which I'm a fan of Sheamus. I've been a fan of Sheamus since he fucking debuted. Well, not really debuted, but when he showed up on Raw, when he was, like, drafted to Raw. I was a fan of him. I'm, I've been a Sheamus guy for... For a long time. So, when he cashed in, it didn't bother me. I like that. But, now I'm just coming out of Survivor Series. Out of that main event. I am just so in on Roman Reigns right now. I am fully invested. I think WWE, at Survivor Series, they did what they've been trying to do for a year. Which is make Roman Reigns this likable guy that you want. Just make him... The hero. Make him somewhat of the underdog. Because Roman Reigns was just, you know, um, he won the Royal Rumble. Got that title match at WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar, well, no, well, Seth Rollins, cash in. He got screwed out of the title, technically. And then he was just cut off, right? And then Money in the Bank, he was about to grab the briefcase. Got cut off. Survivor Series, he actually won the title. But then, boom, cut off. Cashed in on, right? Now, I'm... Me, Roman Reigns, I'm just, I kind of feel bad for him. I want him to succeed now. And that's what WWE has been trying to do since last November. And it's come across horribly. Now, I finally think they're doing it. So, the people, like, complaining. Um, I don't know why you're complaining. Because I think now they have Roman Reigns right now. Now, people are upset that Roman Reigns isn't the champion. I think... WWE's been trying to do that for a year, and they finally got it. So we have to, even though this this pay-per-view was God-boring, right? This pay-per-view has one positive, and they actually did what they've been trying to do with Roman Reigns. They actually accomplished what they want, and that's to get people behind him, give people a reason to support him. Because um, before then, he was just, why did you want to get behind him? You really didn't. They did not give you a single reason on to to get behind him at all. But now you do because he got cut off for like the third time this year at trying to get the title. That's all he's been trying to do all year is get the title. He's been cut off, cut off, and then he finally wins it and then immediately gets cut off. I like this. I like this. I'm following Roman Reigns. I'm liking this. But that's that's about what I want to talk about. With Survivor Series, this whole uh, Wyatt family fucking just, it's stupid.
That's, it's terrible. And then Roman Reigns. They actually did something right with Roman Reigns. I like that. I really do. That's one positive. But coming up next is Ringside Online News covering some, you know, important news in WWE and TNA and wrestling and stuff. So we'll be right back. We're going to take a short break and then we'll come back for Ringside Online News. Welcome to Ringside Online News. I am Ryan Alvarez. WWE's nightmare continues with Raw's ratings decreasing. Last Monday's episode of Monday Night Raw drew only 2.964 million viewers. That is 10% down from last week, which was 3.293 million viewers and set a new non-holiday record low for the show. It is also the first time that the show has been done that that the show has drew less than 3 million viewers since the show permanently went to 3 hours back in July of 2012. For this week's show, the first hour drew 3.190 million viewers. The second hour drew only 2.990 million and the final hour drew just 2.712 million viewers. Even though none of us give a single fuck about the ratings, we will continue to talk about them like we do, correct? Also, Roman216 says I just dropped your ratings! Last Sunday at Survivor Series, Roman Reigns, a man that most of the quotes IWC absolutely despises, won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Moments later, Sheamus cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase and defeated Roman Reigns for that championship, and the IWC is even more angry that Sheamus is the champion rather than Roman Reigns. In other news, scientists have found that the Internet Wrestling Community, or IWC, are now on their menstrual cycle every day of the month, every month of the year. WWE superstar Cesaro will now be out of action for four to six months. May I suggest a little gimmick change? Maybe Cesaro the Hedgehog like Sonic the Hedgehog. Maybe then he'll grab that brass ring. TNA Impact Wrestling has secured a new deal for 2016. It is with Pop TV, the former TV Guide Network. It has been reported that TNA is not being paid whatsoever for the show. So this is somewhat of an economic crisis for TNA Wrestling. They're not getting paid to do their show on their new network. And Kurt Angle's contract is coming up in two months. Angle has publicly said that when his contract is up, he will not be resigning. Also in TNA news, they are, interest, they are interested in contacting Bill Goldberg to come wrestle for TNA Wrestling. But there is a problem. If they do sign Bill Goldberg to a contract 
for him to wrestle, it will cost more than all of their paychecks for all of their wrestlers combined. And with this economic crisis, they just can't afford it. What will TNA do? I don't know. I don't even think they know. Um, but hey, you TNA lovers, at least they got a new network, right? That's not paying them at all. And, you know, soon their, you know, their money is going to drop. But hey, TNA has claimed, they have claimed that they will be doing live events again starting in 2016. That has been all for this week on Ringside Online News. Please join us next week as we have an update on whether Eva Marie is your new NXT Women's Champion. Next into the Shark Tank is Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr., the chairman and CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment. Hello, Sharks. I am Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the chairman and CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment. Don't let the world wrestling fool you. While we do promote wrestling events with a wrestling ring, with wrestling storylines and wrestlers, wrestling is what my father did. What I do is provide sports entertainment. Excuse me, sir. Sorry for interrupting. But what do you do differently that doesn't make your wrestling show a wrestling show? Well, what we at WWE do differently than any wrestling company is that when our fans tell us they really like somebody... We don't feature them or highlight them in our shows. And when the fans tell us they don't like somebody, that's when we know we've got something special. So, what you're telling us is you do the exact opposite of what your audience wants? Absolutely. What we at WWE do is make movies. We make movies. The fans' job is to watch. It's not to tell us who to move into the main event. But you do sell merchandise and things of that nature, correct? Wouldn't it be smart to give the fans what they want so they continue to give you their money? And that's why I'm here. In order for us to continue doing what we do, we need your help. We're here to ask for $200 million for 0.5% of world wrestling entertainment. I'm sorry, but I can't see myself giving $200 million for 0.5% of a company that does the exact opposite of what their audience wants. I'm out. Well, you're a complete idiot then. What we here at WWE do is we make... Yeah, yeah, I know. You make movies. I'm out. And by the way, you make actual movies, right? I saw that knucklehead one with the giant... It was terrible. See, see, you're one of those slimy, disgusting internet fans that think they have an opinion. You will like what I tell you to like, and you will like it. Do you understand me? I am Victor Kennedy McMahon, goddammit. Alright, I've been thinking, darling, and 200 million for 0.5% may be the greatest deal I've ever heard. Especially since I'm in the sports entertainment business myself. Oh, really? 
What is your name, dear? Maybe I've heard of you. You know, I'm up to your 2005 in my knowledge of the world, so I may know of you. Oh, well, my name is Dixie Carter, darling. What? Dixie Carter? From TNA? Oh, 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 that's disgusting. That's disgusting. That's you. Oh, excuse no, me. No, what the hell is wrong with you? you you're sneezing. That's Dixie Carter. I hate Austin. I hate Austin. This is terrible. You blew it. You completely blew it. I'm Vince Kennedy McMahon. I'm out. You blew it. Next week in the Shark Tank. Sharks, I was with you last week. I was a shark myself last week. But me, little old Dixie Carter, is here to make a deal. I would like you to air TNA Impact Wrestling on your television network. Now, what we would do is we would bring mediocre ratings to your television network, right? And then, a couple months later, we're going to attach the president of your television network to an email and call them big dummies and other things like that to completely insult you and you'll drop us within a year. How does that sound? Anybody, anybody want to take it? Hi, I'm, I'm Gerald from Pop TV. We would love to do business with you. We will not pay you to have your show on our network, but we'll just let you come on. But we'll let you come on. Deal? That is like the best deal I've ever heard, darling. You got a deal. Alright, that about wraps it up for this debut edition of Ringside Chat Live. Um, we'll see you next week. Until then, follow me on Twitter at Ryan V. Alvarez at ringside underscore online. Go to ringsideonline.wordpress.com for all episodes, reviews, reviews, things of that nature. And until then, we'll see you next week for Ringside Chat Live.